This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And I spent 12 months interviewing 500 thought leaders to really get at the core of what is credibility. Uh, There's a book now called Credibility Nation that you could pick up. And more importantly, is you could listen to the interviews on this podcast. I've taken three particular interviews, which are anywhere between four to eight minutes long, combine them together, and you can listen to how the thought leader presents themselves, the types of questions being asked, and do they show up as credible or not credible? There's a lot to learn, a lot to grow, a lot to actually experience. So take a listen. If you like what you hear, spread some cred dust and click on the like button and share with your friends. And uh, enjoy. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is R.J. Nicolos, R.J., I should have asked you, how do you say your last name? Nicolosi. Nicolosi, just like it's written. (laughs) All right, we're going to do that one over. Uh, Today's guest is R.J. Nicolosi who is an entrepreneur, CEO, and CEO coach. He is the founder of Catapult Leadership Labs, Leaders Building Leaders. RJ is a husband, father, and lifelong learner who works with companies driving growth through business model innovation, technology, and people. RJ, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mitchell. It's awesome to be here with you. Appreciate it. You know, it is, thank you. It was really awesome and amazing for when you first came on, from that first second you came on and asked a question and was really curious and we ended up in a conversation, I was like, I like this guy. <laughs> it was super cool. And, you know, I, I like the audience to get to know you a little better through your customer point of pain. What is your CPOP? For us, it's high growth leaders who need answers. I... uh I, I think I, I mentioned to you, I, was, I ran uh, four CEO networking groups for a decade. I also sat on a, a public company board for a decade. And it's always interesting to me, at one point in time, I did a book called It's Lonely at the Top. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because it's lonely at the top. It's just there are times in which the leaders can look to their team for answers. And there are times in which they need to look outside of their team for answers. Mm-hmm. And and the importance of that cannot be understated, and particularly your focus being on high growth companies. Um, RJ, tell me more. Well, we just think there are times 
uh, when you're a leader that, that things don't work out the way you want, especially when you're growing at a breakneck speed. And you need to be able to show that vulnerability to somebody and know that the person that you're working with, A, has your best heart at mind, um, and B, they know what it's like. They've been there. So all of our coaches, and I, I'm a former CEO, um, and I've had a lot of bad things go wrong <laughs> and some good things go right. Uh, and then also that we have a process. That it's not just random advice that is given uh, you know, out of my playbook that I've been using for 30 years, but it's constantly evolving, constantly pulling in what we're learning from, from the clients we work with and from the other coaches uh, to give the best advice. And it's, it's through a scientifically based process. And so for us, that's, that's really important so that you're getting the best of what we've got when you need it um, most. Beautiful. And when somebody joins in, are they physically going to meetings or online meetings? What, what, what happens? Well, we have a couple of, one, one of our things, one of the reasons we were started as opposed to me and my the coaches I work with going to work for somebody else is, you know, I really feel like most coaching organizations have one way that they do it. And that one way is just the way that you have to, if you don't like it, you go on to even the biggest ones. If you don't like the way they do it, you go on to someplace else. So we have multiple ways that we engage. Our most common one is virtually with the coach one-on-one and then face-to-face in a physical meeting. Now, of course, with everything that's going on in the world, we're doing a, we're doing a lot more virtual meetings, but pre-COVID, we were doing virtual meetings because we felt we're all about value. We're all about making sure that we have high touch, customized, personalized value for each leader that we work with based on where they are in their journey and where their company is. Beautiful. And, and could you share how you have credibility to do what you do? By the way, I know this answer and it's pretty powerful. Well, I've worked with over 100 Inc. 5000 companies uh, over the past decade, and I'd say over 50% of those are, uh, I think, Inc. 5000, over 50% of them are Inc. 500. And then I've had a chance to lead a number of companies myself that have appeared on the Inc. 500. um, and, And through that, I've got some great, fun experiences, but I've also had some some school of hard knocks issues that I've had to go through and, and learned a lot through that process. That's beautiful. Yeah. I, I, it's uh, there's nothing like experience and being exposed to over a hundred ink, 5,000 companies and growing and working with them. I mean, I, I, the, the multiplicity of stories and examples and things you've seen, it's just, it's mind boggling as my, as my mind's thinking about that. Could you talk about how do you go about sharing your credibility? Well, I, I work through and with my coaches. Um, and so we as coaches work with clients, and so do I. I have clients that I work with. Um, but I also, we as a, we as a coach, coaches collaborate and learn as much as we can and then share that back with the clients that we have. And so that's, that's obviously in one-on-ones and in group settings, um, and then sometimes in seminars, we'll have big group meetings. Um, but in general, uh, we work with those clients and share that credibility through the power of others. Because I think anytime that you can share your credibility with others, like you're doing now, um, you, you get an exponential factor associated with that. And that's what we like to do as coaches to really help each other out, as well as to learn a lot from each other. I call that sharing cred dust. Mm, yes, 
<laughs> so if it's really interesting, if you're watching, you're listening, and you're currently a CEO of a high growth company, or you know somebody in your community who is, and you recognize that all the answers are not inside the company and having some organization outside support and help would be valuable. It absolutely makes sense to reach out to RJ Nicolosi. Got it this time. Um, RJ, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Well, the best way is probably through our uh, catapultleadershiplabs.com website. Um, but you can also connect with me in a number of social media. Uh, probably the one that we use most actively is LinkedIn. You can find me in, uh, on LinkedIn and connect with me through either of those mediums and we'll get back to you really quickly and see if we can't help. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you very much, Mitchell. It was a pleasure being here. Ditto. And if you're still here at this time of the conversation, you know how important RJ's message is. So click on the like button, share with your friends. We'll see you in the next episode of Thought Leader Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking with amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, essentially their credibility. Today's guest is Lucy Newcomb, who is the president and CEO of the Newcomb Global Group. She is a recognized global B2B strategy, marketing, and business leader, helping companies build, launch, and change things strategically and drive results collaboratively. Lucy, welcome. Hey, Mitchell. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Hey, so what is your, your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Well, organizations that are exploring or navigating global business challenges and opportunities, Mitchell. Well, I'm, I'm sitting back and I'm thinking about that. And I, I think if you're in business today at any period of time, you've got to decide uh, if, you haven't, if you're not doing it, what to do. And if you are doing it, should you continue? Lucy, tell me a little bit more. What do you do? Well, we help evaluate some of those things, Mitchell. It's really a long-term play. Global business, you know, is not an overnight sensation. It's definitely an investment. And that's so, you know, we end up being devil's advocate in that way. Sometimes people tend to have big dreams, uh, especially people who want to come and do business in the U.S. They see big numbers. And we have to say, but then let's look at your target market. Let's look at your niche and so forth. So we really try to help people have a realistic view and what is a very, particularly right now, dynamic environment? So it sounds like it's it's mostly that one-on-one coaching or consulting to figure out where they are, does it make sense, some rules to play by. Tell me a little bit more. Thank you. Well, we have advisory services that do that. And our website actually has some assessment tools that allow anyone to take a look and see if their company is ready to go global or expand globally. Those are two very different things. We can talk about whether it's um, a particular you know, company extension, a satellite of some kind, or sometimes it's launching a new product. All kinds of opportunities in that way. We're doing a lot of work right now on staying global because we have you know, some challenges in the marketplace that are unique and new. Surprise, and so, surprise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so you know, things like trade wars five years ago, not really part of a marketing plan now most marketing plants might want to take a look. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And then we have, you know, really big surprises like coronavirus that have disrupted supply chains. And so, you know, it's kind of uh, creating enough critical success factors for companies to learn 
some of the basics about how to navigate through these things. And then we have training as well to help build capacities in that way. Beautiful. So, so tell me, Lucy, how do you have credibility to do what you do? Well, thanks, Mitchell. Um, I'm very honored to be, I think in some ways, other people endow you with that. Uh, I've had the privilege of working in global markets for about 25 years. And I've done a lot of work in emerging markets, which I'd say is sort of the uh, turbo global markets experience. And I lived and worked in South Africa for a long time. I've had the pleasure of working uh, in ASEAN, uh, particularly Malaysia and Brunei, Tunisia a little bit. And uh, I'm very grateful for, the, for those very immense and intensive opportunities, as well as general mainstream global business experience. I have some certifications as well, if that's of interest. I have a master's degree in leadership because I realized a few years ago that although we were successful in helping companies go to market overseas, to stay and lead was a whole other skill set. And so I pivoted our company and I went back to grad school a few years ago and got a, a leadership degree because we were actually already doing a lot of these things, leadership development, cross-cultural communications, all these things that help companies really embed their leadership for the long term. Well, that's super cool. And, and how do you go about sharing your credibility? Well, I, I'm very honored to be asked to speak and mentor often, and I do that. Um, I volunteer my time probably more than I should, but I really enjoy that. I've been involved with uh, State Department exchange programs such as Tech Women around, with many women from virtually around the world. And then, of course, my practice takes me around the world doing that, too. And... Um, Social media has obviously been a tremendous tool. I think uh, global business and social media were twins separated at birth. So I really love doing that. LinkedIn particularly, Twitter particularly also. And by the way, I'm not sure. I mean, there are, I don't know if you can volunteer too much if you're adding value back to the world because it always comes back and pays you. Uh, tell me a little bit more about LinkedIn. What do you, do, what do you end up doing on LinkedIn? How do you, how do you uh, navigate Thank you. Well, I, just to, to respond to your comment, I agree. I have a service-based life, and I think the values of my business hopefully reflect my personal values. That's part of why I founded the company. So um, I have never been disappointed. You know, it's just a question of managing one's time, as most of life is. Uh, LinkedIn, I, I want to actually get more involved. I'm actually um, going to be broadening our content marketing outreach this year. But I share posts on global business. I am privileged to have large leadership role on Twitter, in particular on the global business hashtag, to kind of get people thinking in this way about how the dots are connected. If you get the coronavirus happening, you know, then Apple ends up reporting lower, lower uh, forecast guidance because their supply chain's been disrupted. All these points are connected, and that's one of the reasons why I love it. So we do a lot of go-to-market, and I highlight go-to-market global business often, but just getting people to think about, you know, what happens in Malaysia could affect what happens in America, what happens in Africa could affect your American business. So I use LinkedIn in that way, just very strategic, sort of almost like an editorial calendar in that way. To both educate, but then you also respond to questions and interact with people as well. Yeah. I, and to amplify the work of people doing this work. Yes, definitely. And, and I need to go deeper into the groups. I just haven't had the chance yet. You know, what I, one of the things is amplifying other people is absolutely beautiful. It's, it's a nice, it's one of those things, 80%, I think 80% of the content people share should be somebody else's. So, so that's a beautiful statement. Um, so if you're, 
watching this, you're listening to this, and you are uh, currently global or navigating and trying to figure out whether or not you should and and just want a support, help to have an expert you could talk to, reach out to Lucy Newcomb. Uh, Lucy, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? Well, thanks. Thanks very much, Mitchell. Um, for an introductory conversation, we offer a global readiness assessment on our website, and we will provide uh, a 30-minute consultation free of charge, you know, 20 to 30, depending on what the results are. And one of the most valuable things about it, I'd like to say it's the consultation, but it might be just getting uh, some awareness around what all the elements are to create global readiness. So just answering those questions, hopefully you do hit the submit button, but even if you don't, you get a chance to see, one gets a chance to see uh, exactly what all the elements are that are required. It's a lot more complex than a lot of people realize. Beautiful. And what's your website? www.newcomglobal, one word, dot com. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. It's a pleasure, Mitchell. Thanks for being our global credibility expert. <laughs> you are absolutely welcome. And hey, guys, thanks for watching. Click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thoughtly Alive. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hello. Uh, I'm Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Kimberly Marie Bonner, who is the Chief Joy Officer, such a cool <laughs> title, at New Day Consulting Systems. She helps businesses, business people expand their current business or start a new business through franchising. Kimberly, Welcome. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. How about you? Wonderful. It's a beautiful day in South Florida. That's beautiful. Hey, so what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Uh, well, a lot of small business owners have a hard time scaling their businesses, have a hard time growing beyond maybe one or two locations, um, and they don't feel like they have a lot of options to do so effectively and efficiently. Yeah, I could see that. It's uh, So I sat on the board of a public company, and even as a, as a public firm, it's all about, do you have resources, do you have money, are you in place, what, what things need to happen? Tell me a little bit more. What do you do? Um, my background, uh, I'm a lawyer by training. I started out in intellectual property licensing and was, developed a strong expertise in that space. And then in 2010, um, at the behest of a, a colleague, I started moving into the franchising space and actually opened up a boutique franchise development consulting firm in part because I realized a lot of franchise developers didn't have my unique secret sauce as it were uh, related to brand development intellectual property licensings and licensing and commercialization. And I thought, ah, let me try this. And so the rest, as they say, is history. It's worked out really well. So what you do is, so you help smaller businesses um, either start franchises or get funding. What is it that you, that you actually deliver as a service? Um, what I basically do, the sweet spot is I help start up franchises. So if you are, you own a restaurant or a, a gym or you own a spa or, you know, you or own a tutoring service, what, whatever the case is. And you're trying to figure out a way to have multiple locations, have a bigger brand impact. 
um, I help you do everything from, you know, start to finish, whether it's the business paperwork, the legal documentation, um, getting your brand ready for showtime, uh, recruiting franchisees, training them, the whole nine yards. Got it. Oh, beautiful. And you mentioned this a little bit, but tell me a little bit more about how do you have credibility to do what you do? Um, Like I said, kind of, you know, as the kids say, um, I'm not new to this. I'm used to this. Uh, So this is not my first uh, stroll down the park. I've been in some way, shape, or form involved in scaling organizations for 20 years, whether it's major universities, uh, Fortune 500 companies, startups, and everything in between. Um, So uh, between that experience and also the results that I'm getting for my clients and have in the past, that's the credibility that I bring to the table. It's nice. It's always... uh... I, I always like it when, when the answer is I've got the PhD in the school of hard knocks and <laughs> uh, I worked with these companies, these companies, and more importantly, you said the most important word results. There you go. There you go. And uh, what, what I found is that particularly in the franchise space, um, because I come from an IP licensing background, I really cut my teeth in the dot-com era. And uh, that means a lot of innovation, um, just thinking about problems differently, mm. um, business model innovation, different things like that. And so I bring that to bear whenever I'm consulting and coaching my clients um, that franchising isn't necessarily what you think it might be, your preconceived notion. There are a lot of ways you can skin this cat. And I try to get creative with them. By the way, that's exactly the words I wanted to hear. And uh because I agree. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so franchise, that's that beautiful aha moment. Franchising is not exactly what you think it is. So you should, you should check it out. Tell me, how do you go about uh, sharing your credibility? Well, I network a lot. Um, I share my information either through speaking engagements, radio. Um, I'm constantly, once people kind of hear me talk, uh, they have that aha moment. And they realize that, okay, um, I need to start thinking differently about what franchising means or IP licensing means and how this might apply to me. Because a lot of people, again, they kind of self-select and they think, oh, that's not me. I'm not McDonald's. I'm not Burger King. I'm not Wendy's. The bottom line is there are a whole lot of companies out there that don't fit that description, that use the franchise model, that have tweaked the franchise model very well. And they can apply to different businesses as well. And, and in our green room conversation, you also said you, you don't particularly like Facebook, but you do spend time on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. And that yeah. was the one that you spent the most time. What do you do on Twitter? Well, Twitter is wonderful. I'm, I'm kind of a news junkie and I'm an innovation junkie. Uh, and so you'd be surprised at how much um, very kind of, pertinent information related to technology and innovation is on Twitter. It just amazes me. Like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not surprised at all, but what I, me. I love about that in terms of what you do is, is my guess, of course, is that you're growing and learning. You then share that with your audience. Absolutely. <laughs> Constantly sharing that kind of stuff with my audience and with clients and helping them get to those aha moments. Like, Oh, I didn't think about it this way. Oh, are you serious? This company is doing this? Oh, okay. 
So I cost, I want to keep my companies, the clients that I work with on the leading edge. I want to, I want them to be ahead of the game and not be left behind. And so that's one of the ways that I, I do that by staying on Twitter. Probably oh, more that's than I that's should. beautiful. Well, thank you. We're going to have to, play that particular sound clip for anyone who says Twitter's not good. No, it is. It really <laughs> is. Here's what you have to do with it. So, uh, <laughs> Hey, so listen, if, if you're watching this, you're listening to this, uh, you recognize a need. You're in a small business and it needs to scale in some way that you've not been successful at doing before. It makes sense for you to learn a little bit more about Kimberly in terms of who she is, what she does. And more importantly, that franchising uh, model that might be might be the appropriate thing to you, Kimberly Marie Bonner. How best can people reach out to you? <laughs> oh, absolutely wonderful! They can reach me at our website, which is newdayconsultingsystems.com. and on there, there's our phone number, email. But that's the best way to reach us: newdayconsultingsystems.com. Beautiful. Well, thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you for the invitation, Mitchell. You are absolutely welcome. And for those watching, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, and thanks so much for listening and spreading the cred dust. You know, in doing the research, what I recognize is that we are at war. Those people who are credible versus those people who are dubious. And Dubious Nation is winning a thousand times over. We've got to fix it. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to future generations. So come on over to Credibility Nation, become a member, take the pledge, learn what you can do to help bring more credibility to the world. I look forward to seeing you over here while you're being cred-tabulous. Thanks again for listening. Take care. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.